Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How do you deal with men that fetishize trans women? Um, I tell. Yeah. Black. <laughs> Literally. Hi, everyone. It's V. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Ask Me That, the space where I get to talk about all taboo topics affecting trans women of color and queer youth today. As always, I want to give a big thank you to all my dollies listening. In a world where trans people are ignored, attacked, and overlooked, you open the door for important conversations that make us heard. If you enjoy listening, make sure to tell everybody to stream Don't Ask Me That on all streaming platforms and leave a rate and review so we can make sure we can keep this safe space for queer people of color like myself. Today's topic is relationships and dating as a trans person, and I thought, what better person to bring other than my sister Gia yeah I'm the best <laughs> hi how are you I am good how are you good how's your week been it's been good but like boring honestly Why? just slow slow yeah what about you I just had my brother's graduation oh true oh yeah so, you've been out and about out and about mm-hmm. I've been flying trips right but like on southwest so right southwest <laughs> you right. know I gotta get a good bargain what about that <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like the flights are very lengthy, but I was happy to be with my family. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see my brother. True. I was happy to see all those bullies. <laughs> Did you see any? No, actually. So the people who bullied me were mainly of my class. Because oh. like, Cause I don't know. Younger. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The people who were younger kind of like looked up to me more than wanted to bully me because, mm. you know, they, right. As they didn't should. know me on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, But... I don't know. I just I saw a bunch of people and actually it was like low key awkward to see some people that we were unfollowing each other on Instagram. Oh my gosh! Like I felt so weird. I was like, wow, the fakeness is real. The fakeness is real. Oh girl, like there's this one friend. Like we used to go to everywhere together, and I swear, like it was just like a little high and by. Like we had never met. I was just like, yeah. right crazy but my other than that my week has been like pretty eventful to say the least we're gonna be djing on friday um, at subculture so i'm super excited for that (laughs) are you gonna be on the stage with me yes yeah No, we got a playlist together. Like, I was just, like, asking them on FaceTime. I was like, okay, please, guys. Please, I need right. songs. I need songs. We ate that up, though. Yeah, the playlist, More like... More than enough. It might as well just be, like, all of the trans girls that we were on FaceTime right. with. <laughs> Not just Beyondre, but we'll have that for another day. <laughs> do you have anybody in your DMs from high school? Um, Do I? Because you I, said you went to, like, so many different high schools, right? I did. Honestly, there are, like, guys that, like, like my story and stuff. So I know they want me. But <laughs> they didn't text me, but I just know. Right. You can tell. Yeah. Would you ever reach out to them or you feel like it's, like, lost cause? Like, why would I There's even talk this, to them? There was this one that I did, like, his story back. But now he has the girlfriend. No! <laughs> but it's okay. I'll Do you wait. think he would have been kidding, interested? Um, <laughs> no, yeah, don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, yeah. We don't wait on men. <laughs> we don't, but, you know. 
sometimes they get bored. Right. No, do you ever have airport crushes? Because I swear. Yes, definitely. They'd be hot. Right. Hot as hell. Yeah. I remember we were in the airport. I was like getting ready because I want to look cute. Like, right. I used to like go to the airport bum. looking bum. bum. So bum. But I feel like I can like maybe meet somebody that could yeah. be like Prince Charming. Mm -hmm. That gets us into today's topic of relationships and dating. That's a brief introduction to this topic why is it important to you as a trans woman to talk about relationships and dating it's important because like other people who are just you know transitioning mm -hmm. they might want to know how it is and if it's any different than before right yeah what about you yeah i'd say it's important just because i feel like when people hear trans they think of sexual things mm -hmm. instantly just yeah. because i don't know well actually i do know it's that we're just over-sexualized as an identity group. Yeah. And that leads people to not only be, like, interested in us because that's the only thing they can think about when they think about a trans person. And that's but the only thing that they have seen of us, too. Exactly. Which is really gross. Gross. Yeah. Um, they don't know how to humanize us, and they only know how to sexualize us. And I do think it's possible for us to find love, but only until people are educated and hear our stories. So mm -hmm. that's why it's important for me, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, let's dive into it. What is your type? My type? Um, I like older guys, honestly. Really? Yeah, like 40. Ah! And I... What? <laughs> Gag. <laughs> what got you into, like, older men? Did you, like, at first like younger men or? Um, well, I mean, obviously younger men are attractive, but older guys are just more mature. Yeah. And the younger men just move at a slower pace. Like, I don't know. Absolutely. And no. they're also Trish as hell. <laughs> yeah. Hell, yeah. So freaking true. No, <laughs> I feel like a lot of men who are older just understand trans people on a different level. Um, mainly because they've just matured. Mm -hmm. I swear men Yeah, just they're don't... more open-minded. Exactly. For sure. Um, they've gone through the whole process of being shamed by their buddies and like understanding that you can create your own community and that you don't have to be forced into these mm -hmm. different categories of society mm -hmm. you can be yourself but like you know when we are that that's the thing that kind of scares men mm -hmm. when we are ourselves i think it kind of scares people to even be interested to even talk to us not even in like a romantic way but like in a platonic way right um and they're even scared to be seen with trans people because they think that it's going to be romanticized by anybody in the oh, room yeah. um yeah so that's why I think I have a hard time with just having friendships with men. Um, yeah. Do you have a hard time with that? or? Um, I would say somewhat, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you been, like, good friends with any men in your life recently or, like, in the past? I guess I have more straight male friends now than I have before. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What so, about you? I mean, no. Really? Mm -hmm. Zero? Zero? Are your friends LGBT down? Yeah. Gay? Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. I don't know. I Something about me, like, anytime I'm with a guy, and maybe this is, like, a toxic way of thinking, but, like, I just always think of it in a romantic way. That's true. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah? Yeah, because I don't know if a guy and a girl could be just friends, but... Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I, that's just a feeling that I always had. See, I think it's possible, but, like, I think it... I just happen to come it's across possible. a bit. One of them got to be ugly. Like, <laughs> one of them got to be ugly. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like, yeah, there's, you just like can't be attracted to the other person. So like whenever they're conventionally attractive, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a possibility that something could happen Mm -hmm. here. I'm like, hmm, maybe this could be friends into lovers. And especially because like, I want that friends into lovers. Like you love it. I love, that's like the exact kind of thing I love because it grows like a good basis for like how you understand me as a person. But I'd say I'm like more into people who or I'm more into men who are more feminine for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you the opposite? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that it gets me into a lot of sticky situations where I'm like, oh. Sticky. Girl. Drama. <laughs> Drama la la. <laughs> There's so many people who just say they're bi, but inside they just are trying to hide that they're in the closet. Mm-hmm. Um And that's not to, like, say that bi people aren't real, but it's just, like, they use being bi sometimes as a cover-up for who they actually are, and then that is kind of misleading for the other side of whoever's interested in them. So when it comes to, like, liking feminine men, I kind of have a hard time, like, reading, do you like me or are you just being nice? Mm -hmm. Did you begin dating after or before you came out? I began dating, I guess most of my dates happened after I came out. Really? Yeah. Did you have like any crushes before or? They were like slight crushes, but nothing significant, honestly. Really? They were like, whatever. I did have like a crush on like this one guy. I, I, I'm just going to say the name flat out because I always have wondered where this guy is to this day. Zachary Brown. Oh. I want to know. I they want to say somebody else. No, <laughs> because, okay, I'm, I'm not that thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> get over it okay yeah zachary brown he was like my third grade crush and as i came out <laughs> i never heard of him y'all you haven't no. i posted about it one time on um my tiktok and i was just like is there a zachary brown i remember somebody like ended up making a zachary brown account and they were like it's me it's me <laughs> y'all trifling <laughs> It's like, y'all, I'm... It's me. I'm sick sick of you. Like, I was trying to find my long-lost childhood love, and you're just trying to make a fake account saying that it's you. No. If I was interested in you, I would say hi. (laughs) But, okay. I had a big crush on him in, like, third grade. And I remember after me coming out, I was like, ooh, is he going to be interested in me? Um, And, like... Because we were friends, but I don't think there's many things you could do at that young age of, like, trying to find out if somebody's interested in you because, like, we're literally children. Right. Uh, But, you know, I was just so sad because there was this one girl he was interested in and he would always, like, talk to me as if I was, like, one of the boys still because that's how we met. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, but what about me? (laughs) (laughs) How do you come out to men as a trans woman? Like, I honestly just tell them. Or I'm like, look at my posts on Instagram. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel like a lot of the ways I'm meeting men recently is online. Mm -hmm. Not in person, because I don't know, like, I'm just not out and about and sitting in random places. Maybe we should change that. Yeah, I know. And I think it's my mindset of just like, let me like get my business done. And I don't want to mix business and relationships with people because that's just a no-no. I mean, you've seen so many people do like online relationships and it's like, girl that's gonna end you in a lawsuit right (laughs) but other than that like it is pretty hard because it's just like 
that's the only thing they can think about once you tell them. Exactly. Like, have you been on a day or like a certain situation where it's like when you tell them you're trans, it's the only thing they're talking about for the rest of the, the time that you're talking with them? Yeah, they are, they ask a bunch of questions like, mm-hmm. like, when did you transition? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's so annoying. And I swear they think those are like the most romantic, vulnerable things. I to know. Ask. Like what? No, like you're just getting to know me. Like, this is not like, oh, my gosh, uncharted territory. Like, I'm getting to the Tinder bits of you know right. you're asking the same questions as every single person on the street is asking right like, they'd be like you got a dick or no and then they want you to stay exactly like, <laughs> just because you are a person doesn't mean i'm interested in you and i think that a lot of people think that our standards as trans people have to be to the freaking floor hell <laughs> right. below hell like right. I, I don't even know why people think that i mean does being trans help you understand men more mm. It does because I was one, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it does help me understand them more because of the way that they treat me. Yeah. Versus like how I've seen them treat cis women. Yeah. Or like other women. Yeah. It's just different. What about you? Yeah, I think being trans helps me understand men in the way where they're just so vulnerable with me. I didn't know like they could have emotions Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and that sounds like kind of stupid and heartless but like it just makes me understand that they are emotional people as much as we are. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You and I are probably both familiar with a lot of people who are interested in just our body parts. Can you explain what a chaser is? A chaser is basically a guy that only goes after trans women based on their private parts. Right. Yeah. Do you experience people who like are chasers in your DMs? Oh, of or, course. Yeah. yeah. Is it like more often than you would like? Of course. What does your DMs look like? I want to know like... Honestly, they're not that bad right now, but sometimes they are. Like they're gross. Right. A lot of men. Just messages of yeah. objectifying. Unsolicited pics, of exactly. course. Exactly. No, I get like unsolicited dick pics. Like, like what do they expect us to do with day. that? What do they expect? I don't care. Like I want to just like... <laughs> I'm not accepting... If anything, I'm deleting that (laughs) DM. (laughs) I don't want to see your dick. I'm sorry. Um, And you don't get to see mine. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
just gotta say i mean like that's what they expect you know Mm -hmm. it's like and i feel like that's the only thing they want from us is our body parts and i'm just like bro how am i supposed to like find love with you if all you care about is sex sex is like a part of a relationship that you build up to and that like such a vulnerable state of being with each other and i feel like it's something that like men when they all instantly think about sex with trans people, it's like all they think about and it makes it so they can't even think about like loving us or actually caring about us as a person. Mm -hmm. How can you tell the difference between somebody that loves you and fetishizes you as a trans woman? Well, I feel like if they loved you, they wouldn't, their only concern would not be like your transness. Like I feel like someone who loves me, they tend to like shy away from those questions Mm -hmm. and I kind of feel normal when I'm with that person and then someone that fetishizes me I feel tranny as (laughs) (laughs) no literally yeah I feel like a walking stereotype yeah exactly and I feel like I'm just like oh my gosh do you see me like am I human (laughs) I swear I'm like do you just like think of me as a trans a a walking (laughs) sex tape like i swear i feel like when we come out to them i feel like they think we need to be catered to when i'm in a relationship and wanting to pursue one i already love myself so Mm -hmm. i don't need your validation right like i feel like a lot of people are like they want to make you feel loved with the compliments they give you and i just don't want to make you feel dysphoria and i feel like with that they have like a lot of like pick me mentality compliments that they give you yeah like oh i would have never been able to tell that you're trans or like like as if that matters like exactly sometimes like they they overdo the compliments like you're so beautiful you're so beautiful like okay i know but like you're doing too much no literally they just view us as people who just have zero Mm self-confidence and if anything we have the most self-confidence because we had to in a sense Mm -hmm. like get over the way the world views us and understanding that is understanding that we can love ourselves and know that we're worthy of anything besides love like that we're worthy of existing. Mm-hmm. So we've already been through that stage. Like, I don't need you for that aspect. Right. Like, <laughs> that does segue us into this next question. What is the weirdest way a guy has shown interest in you? You remember that event that we went to in Miami? Yeah. Yeah. So there was like, I was taking a picture with one of our mutuals. Mm-hmm. And then after the picture, this like rich older guy, my type. Um, he he was like you are so beautiful and he grabbed my hands and he kissed it oh my god and I was like butterflies right but then he left and I didn't see him again no so if you're watching this hi yeah it's weird that you did not get my number right that's so mean (laughs) I know for me I have a wild story time there's this person I was interested in I won't say the timeline just because I don't want their business out there but I was really interested in this person for a long time. Right. I was interested in this person for a long time and they were as well, but you know, all for the wrong reasons. And Mm. he wanted to keep me a secret for so long. I remember he was getting with all of my homegirls and I was still being his like little side piece of just like, 
at the end of the day when he's done with his girls like we wouldn't even hang out I believe we were just like cyber friends for most of our friendship which was weird because we were in the same space so often and Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't talk to me in person but you wanted to talk to me online like it gives cowardly (laughs) (laughs) but there's just so many situations that I can recall but this one with him is one that sticks with me I'd say at first that he was just sexually interested in me and over time it became romantic which I think is like a big problem with just relationships in general as a trans person like that's it just jumps into sex immediately which obviously I've shut down because girl I'm still a virgin like (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) what happened to virgin because it's me girl no I look I there's so many men I had to just turn down because like that's not what I want immediately oh yeah being a virgin stops a lot of that. A lot. That's all they want. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, I mean, personally, I used to view like giving up my body as the only thing I thought people would love me for. Me too. But I just, it was a late night. And <laughs> Not Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> I just remember that he was expressing some sexual feelings to me. Um, But he was also explaining some things about his sexuality to me. And he had told me that he started to watch trans porn. Oh, hell no. And I was just like, okay. Okay, what I got to do with me. Exactly. But it was everything to do with me. (laughs) Because he was like, I started watching trans porn because I felt like it like helped me understand your body more and makes me attracted to you. And I was just like... How flattering. How flattering. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. I'm like, what? <laughs> I just remember that he was like, yeah, I like warming up to it. I would watch gay porn and I would finish to straight porn. I don't know if this is like a normal thing for men like who are peaking interest in queer people. But like, it just makes me feel like I'm being viewed as a man. Exactly. Because like you're on the same standard of... I'm the same as a gay person. Right. Why he tell you that? What's his point? What you trying to say? Exactly. And I was just like, what? Like, I was just very confused. But ever since then, I was just like, I don't know. I I was flabbergasted from the situation in general. Like, I was just like, how do I respond to this? I hate it. The most interesting thing, though, is like later on when we ended up actually hanging out in person he did not want to do anything with me sexually, which is fine. Like I was, but I was just kind of confused. Cause I'm like, you literally watch films yeah. with the intention of being attracted to me or like trying to understand my body. And I'm just like, so where did all that interest go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't right. understand. Where like, oh, and then that like wasting my time, like that wasted so much of my time. Like you led me on for multiple years and I'm just like, so you just want to be friends? Like, I don't, I don't think friends mm, like, I hate it. Just friends. Just do that with each other. I, I don't know. But <laughs> what do you think like men should do with trans women when it comes to just relationships and dating? Like how should you, th- th- what's a good standard of treating us? I think you should treat us like how you would any other woman. I don't think it's any different. No. And I think that when you try too hard, it's obvious and it makes us uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like when people don't treat us like any other woman, they don't view us as exactly. women. Exactly. That's what I feel like too. Mm-hmm. Like it really shows their true colors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you think being trans has like made you settle for less when it comes to relationships? Wait, I need time to think of that. Okay. For me, it has. And I still continue to settle for less. 
and I'm trying my best to raise my standards, but it just feels like there's such lack of options whenever I do come out to them because it's like it changes the narrative of everything. It mm-hmm. like the way they protect me. If they want to talk about me to their friends, what are their friends gonna think? Like, there's just so many different things that I have to consider, mm-hmm. which I don't think is very fair. Like, I just wish I could be loved at any aspect, and not every man is willing to like give up all of their life for people who are not accepting of me, mm-hmm. f- for the chance that they might love me. Um, so. In that sense, I think I that I have like lowered my standards in so many different circumstances. I've been men's secrets. I've been so many different things to men that aren't my standard, mm-hmm. any woman's standard. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I like every day. I'm trying my best to raise that for sure. Honestly, I feel the same because the men that I used to talk to were busted. Like, <laughs> never again. Are you really trans if you never talk to ugly man? Like. <laughs> But now my standards are through the roof. And I think that's like a big thing with trans people. It's not like a lot of people love us behind closed doors. The Behind these closed doors, it's scary. Like right. there's a lot of people who want to sleep with you and literally have like a whole family. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like <laughs> literally the whole family. Yeah. Which makes you feel like you're not even a person. Like it's like, oh, so, yeah, I'm like literally the like mistress in your home. Or guys with literal girlfriends and wives DM me mm-hmm. and they think that it's OK because I'm trans and I'll just be OK with that. Right. Like, well, it's weird. because they don't think we'll say anything. And I think a lot of the times we're forced into being silent about how people treat us mm-hmm. or I mean, even with like NDAs, with like a lot of rappers are interested in trans girls. Mm-hmm. and they will like make them sign NDAs and do the freakiest things with them and I'm just like the things that I've heard like I can't tell anybody or like call or them so, out because right. they will literally come for you like it is like a threat to your safety um, which is like oh my gosh at that point it's like being with the trans person is gonna like scare you that much that you feel like you have to hide it from the world with an NDA like girl <laughs> That I feel like that stuff is like for legal issues, not for like so- somebody that you associate with. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they do that with everyone too. That's true. Yeah, but like especially trans. Yeah, girls. especially that's <laughs> definitely. Yeah, this is such a complex topic to the point where it's like we could put this in multiple episodes for of just real. like dissecting different so ways much. to love a trans person. I could go on for days about how men have treated me like in a way where I've only been their secret. And then, like, the process of, oh, my gosh, like, somebody loves me. Like, what do I do with that, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to, like, rush to give it up to them. Because if I don't, like, I'm like, why are you here? Um, Which is, like, like a scarcity mindset for me of, like, they're going to go. And I really wish that wasn't a mindset that we had to have. There's really been times where I've begged guys to stay. Really? Down bad, for real. Really? Never again. Wow. Mm -hmm. When did you stop? I guess I've stopped like a while ago. I can't recall the time, but yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I'd say I fluctuate with full vulnerability, <laughs> like, and I I know that's not good to put that out into oh, the world of like no. <laughs> my standards are low sometimes, but like it right really so hit her up. Bye. They low. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get a piece. No. Yes. <laughs>
<laughs> I I would say like at times, just because of the way I grew up and like viewed love, I viewed love in the way to fix people, and oh. it like has made me like fix so many people and when it comes to like meeting somebody i'm like oh well we can get onto that later but no you've already shown me your true colors of who you are um and i wish i could just pick up on those signs like easily what was like the process of understanding men for you because you're somebody that i go to all the time when it comes to like dissecting a man i'm like okay like he's saying this what do you like what do you think? How do like, what do you think he's thinking? Mm -hmm. And it's always correct. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, how do you, what? Okay. So first you have to be a hoe. And (laughs) I watch a lot of YouTube videos about men. Like sometimes I just binge them Mm -hmm. and they're like YouTube videos of men giving advice to women. So it's like Uh how men react through a mind of a man. Wow. So it's like the best insight that you can get. Really? So I definitely suggest that. Yeah. (laughs) That's mm-hmm. so crazy. I'm saying really like I haven't. Right. <laughs> like you don't know. Like I haven't sent you links. Hey, she sent me links many times, y'all. Lord, like I'm like, I'm having this issue. There's a little YouTube video for you. <laughs> Hope it helps. Right. <laughs> That's really like a healthy mechanism on your end for like if you ever get in a relationship, like you're going to really understand that person. Exactly. I admire that for sure. I think I should start like trying should. to understand them. Sometimes I like will view them at the same level level woman and definitely not you know like yes men can be emotional but like at some point stand up like (laughs) i feel like there's times where you can be emotional and then there's times where you need to be a man (laughs) (laughs) right i mean go to war is there any advice you would give to trans women just coming out and being in the dating world or like trans women who are just struggling with dating in general i would say if you're just coming out focus on your transition first before you get into you know relationships or whatever Mm -hmm. because that will definitely have a hindrance on your transition and also like your self-image because the way men are sometimes to us Mm -hmm. it's crazy like you have to be solid once you're in the dating world as a trans person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mental manipulation is a big thing with relationships in general Mm -hmm. of just like where your standards lie and if you're recently coming out you're still understanding how to even like maneuver the world Mm -hmm. and take criticism from people of your transness and to like learn how that does not matter and how people are overstepping whenever they are like putting critique to our identity. Okay, so on my Instagram story, I said, I'm making a video about dating a trans woman. Share your experience or questions you have. So we're going to get into some of these questions and I guess, like, statements people are having. How do you deal with men that fetishize trans women? Um, I don't. Block. (laughs) Literally. The block button is powerful, you guys. Like, I feel like once you just don't give them that chance, they don't enter your life. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't step on you, you know? I feel like... I used to give men that chance that did fetishize me and it just always turned out into a situation where I was just like mentally being abused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> now I just make them a fan. Honestly. Exactly. Give Period. Story. <laughs> yeah. How was your first experience dating as a trans woman? My first experience, my first ever date, I think I transitioned like a week or two before mm. and the wig was not it, honestly. <laughs> Hard front, right. <laughs> bangs. And I guess he still was attracted, which was odd. <laughs> but because looking back, I was not the cutest. 
<laughs> but you know, everyone has their their own taste, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I felt so bad on that date. I was so dysphoric. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right, because it feels. I feel like more dysphoric when I'm like being in relationships with people because I feel like I'm being like so vulnerable on a level I wouldn't with other people that are just friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So it just like, if anything, relationships low key scare me sometimes when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can you, see that. You had a little like think. You're like, yeah, you ain't gotta agree. <laughs> we could have different opinions. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> my first relationship, I got cheated on, and that really like set up my standard for my partners in general. Um, and that put me like in a downward spiral of like, oh, I should just accept this because it's what I'm getting, Mm-mm. even if it wasn't about transness. And mm-hmm. yeah, I had to learn and undo that thinking from the first time I ever had a relationship that I can be the first choice. I can be more than just somebody else's side piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. As someone questioning, I'm assuming they're saying like their transness, what time do you tell your partner safety wise? I've never been in a spot where I like come out later after I was dating somebody. But every person that I've talked to who has, like, typically the partner is very accepting because they love you for you. So I feel like in a sense, like, if you're in a relationship, I don't, there's, like, very low chance of them, like, leaving you because of you you being trans. Like, you being trans, if anything, puts more of, like, a sense of identity and self to you as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think you should be afraid at all. But again, I don't have that experience. So... (laughs) You know, <laughs> I could just be <laughs> overstepping. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, this one I'm really excited for because it's happened to me so many times, but being blocked after telling them I'm trans. Oh my God, I would say that's like 50% of the time. Exactly. It's like a big percent. It makes me feel like hopeless at times because I'm just like, I just put all my energy into you. I just told you like everything about my life. I tell you that I'm trans after I decide I'm interested in you. And there's just a block. A good thing is just to not get your hopes up, honestly. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you're supposed to like have a sense of lust within a relationship. And Mm -hmm. so like it, it's like getting your hopes up is inevitable. I think at times, but okay. And this last one is, is it transphobic if somebody's not interested in you as a trans person? I used to think so, but honestly, no, because it just might not be their cup of tea, honestly. Yeah, I think, like, people should be, like, open to the idea of being with a trans woman. Definitely. I don't think they should completely close it off, like, give it a chance. But at the end of the day, preference is preference. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't like that I got a dick, then, I mean, that's we can't do much about that because right. I feel comfortable in my skin. I also think a lot of times people aren't interested is because they're ignorant and they don't really know. Like about trans people or Mm -hmm. trans people at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people only view us for what we have down there. And so it kind of Mm -hmm. puts them in a space where they're like, oh, I don't want to even give that a chance. Like, like, I feel like some people, as soon as you say you're trans, they correlate it to man immediately. Mm -hmm. Like just man. Mm -hmm. So that's all they see. Yeah. But at the same time, like, would you want to be with a person that views you like that? Like, Exactly now. I'm not here to chase people who don't like me. I'm here to embrace those that do love me and view me as the person I am. Like, 
I just I wouldn't understand somebody who wants to force somebody to like them, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> trans or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to play a game. It's called The Good, Bad and Fabulous. You basically are going to hear this word and tell me one good, bad and fabulous thing that you think about and instantly comes to mind. How do you feel about corporate pride merch? The good is that we're being supported. The bad. Are we? <laughs> Sorry, go I, on. A little. The bad is that it's hideous because rainbow. I don't know. The clothes could be better, you know, just because it's pride does not mean it has to be ugly. It could be cute. That part. Yeah, because they'd be really ugly. It'd be a basic shirt with rainbow like that. Controversial take, but I don't like the pride I flag. I don't like, like it. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Well, I just don't like the way it looks. Homophobe. Like, I just don't. She like... homophobic, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't. It, like, I wish we could have something else to, like, visually represent it. Because uh-huh. it just doesn't go with anything. Yeah. Like, I don't know. A good would be that, yeah, we're being supported. We're getting representation in the main media and, like, in like corporate businesses so like that opens up a lot of accepting spaces for like a lot of people are more understanding to maybe their queer co-workers or stuff like that and how to support them and be an ally but i think a bad is a lot of the times these corporates are not donating to like actual mm-hmm. things that help the community just doing it for a show yeah exactly if anything is just for their profit um i remember like one of my family members got me like this mug from target and i was like thank you so much like obviously like i appreciate you being supportive of me especially like in a physical representation way like i don't know but it's not really productive to go like buy things from target anyways that are from this whole pride collection because it's like there was never a benefit for like maybe donating to the trevor project or like Mm -hmm. an organization that helps trans homeless people that is like a very common thing for trans people who are being kicked out in front of their families and stuff it's like you just want all the money for yourself you want to benefit off this community that is struggling and literally getting hate crimed and dying for literally existing and you want to make money off that like i don't think there's a fabulous at all about like corporate pride i Mm. mean other than like I saw somebody say that corporate pride, like they low key missed it, like when brands are being performative because it felt like, oh, like everybody loves pride. <laughs> but like now the brands, at least this year, and it feels really weird, like if they don't want to show up, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're not even trying to pretend anymore. And <laughs> it does feel like, oh, because okay. the political climate is getting like rough. They're scared. Very. They're like, oh, I don't know if I want to stand with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Okay, well, most of the things that you're putting out there, if you did put something out there and are taking it out later, say, like, stand with us and protect our community. That mm-hmm. is, like, the general consensus exactly. of the messages that you're putting on these T-shirts, these little merch things. And it's like, you taking those things down is doing the exact opposite of whatever you were saying in this little merch category. Right. So it's like, are you sticking to your word? And how does that look for your brand or company that you're owning? You know, but at the same time, I don't even think they really care because it's just money for them at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to benefit off a minority group or a community. That will be everything for today's episode. Gia, do you have any projects coming up or social plugs that you want to do shamelessly? Um, All my social medias are at Gia Canning. Follow me or your ball tomorrow. (laughs) 
All my links are down below in the description. Beyondre Mitchell are most of them. So yeah, you can find me there. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review. Don't ask me that. Wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to the Pass Your Bedtime YouTube channel so you can watch the visuals if you would like. I love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Love you, dollies. Ha, ha, ha.